Hey friends, we are the Bad Apple Divas. I'm Priscilla. And I'm Joyce. We like booze, true crime, and ghost stories. We don't take ourselves too seriously. So sit back, relax, and let's have a drink. Hola amigos, bienvenidos a este episodio de Manzanas Podridas. Sí. How are you today, Joyce? What have you been up to? What's up? I, I, I woke up this morning confused and you're like are you ready to record i was like what i know and then uh i was not ready and we took like 30 minutes <laughs> you know recording uh ended up being delayed an hour somehow though <laughs> well at least it didn't take like three hours like the first time yeah well that that was new now we have a setup oh i finally oh I didn't tell you, Priscilla, because, you know, we're recording remote from our separate homes this time. I realized that I think one side of my laptop, those little USB things, really does kill my internet. So I put some tape over it finally. Oh, what? Yeah, I was having uh, technical issues while you're getting ready. Oh, but does it work now? Yes, and I'm logged into work. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. <laughs> well, uh, let's uh, start with the episode. Today we're going to have a fruit salad. Uh, do you want to remind people, like maybe the one new viewer that's like, what's fruit salad? <laughs> yeah, well, fruit salad is basically uh, like a mashup of different topics or news or stories that we do like once a month or we try to. <laughs> I know it's some of you's uh, favorite. <laughs> yeah, and usually fruit salad has been working out to be like usually the first post of the month right like the first tuesday or something yeah we try to do like uh one of these uh at least once a month and kind of have a little you know stop from all those grim stories that we do <laughs> so i hope uh some of you at least like it uh listener one i hope you like it and i mean even listener two doesn't <laughs> well listener two needs to be like get on this train or like shit or get off the pot <laughs> <laughs> well you kind of included a little bit of a spicy uh semi-crime-ish thing this week so i think i think our viewers might not be too disappointed yeah today we're going to talk about a documentary that i recently watched and i'm not going to tell you guys about it but first let's get to some uh, news uh topics i guess we thought that why not add some arizona news uh, and things are going around the world right now yeah arizona news and stuff well uh last week i was driving to a photo shoot and i saw a message that said uh two inmates escaped from uh florence prison and not to hitchhike anyone or not to let anyone in or give them a ride, you know. And I remember telling you guys about it because I thought that this only happened in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it doesn't. Uh, and then a few days later, that message was still up. And I thought that, like, man, by this point, these guys are going to be gone to Mexico or something. But it turns out that, nope, they were still here and they changed their appearances. They attempted to rob a store in Florence. And that's when uh, the reward went up to 35000 for each inmate. Oh. I actually looked into it and they were both uh, medium custody inmates. And I'm not going to say their full names, but just <laughs> quick. Uh, John C. was admitted in 2011 for molestation of a child and sexual abuse. He had uh, 35 years. And David H. was admitted in 2012 for kidnapping and secondary burglary and had 100 years. Uh, they were last accounted for Saturday 4 p.m. You know how uh, they do checkups on them in a few hours? Mm -hmm. That's the last time that they were uh, seen. And the authorities uh, searched more than 800 homes and 11... <laughs> 110. <laughs> and uh, 110 hours of investigation were done. 
But on Thursday, a Coolidge man uh, spotted the fugitives and called 911. Apparently, he tried to co- uh, convince 911 because they were like, are you sure it's them? And they were, you know, they were just trying to <laughs> make, uh, confirm it. And then they send the police and actually it turned out to be them. Mm-hmm. And actually, you can see the video. I saw it online uh, when they're trying to uh, catch these guys. And, you know, they're kind of old, but they're trying to still kind of run. <laughs> so they're just walking away, basically. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, they interviewed the guy that, that got them and he said he's going to get his money like to pay some debt. So lucky, for, uh, you know, uh, lucky for Joe. I hope he enjoys his money. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Reward money. Thirty five thousand each. That's like seventy thousand dollars that he can get. Hell yeah. Did they? I wonder if they had like guns on them. Like and if they did, where did they get it? Because you said that they were uh, trying to rob a business, right? Yeah, yeah, they were trying to rob a business. But I didn't see ever if they had like a gun or anything like that. But I'm glad that they caught him, you know. <laughs> I don't... Considering that they were caught, like, in in the same area, it seems like these old-ass people <laughs> didn't get very far. Like, what? They walked down the street? Was it, like, like just a couple miles down the street? And they're like, hmm, we're going to try to make it. And they didn't make it. <laughs> oh, jeez. And speaking of Arizona news, did you see the one about the Sedona hikers that like got stuck in the snow? Oh no, I didn't hear about it. What what happened? Oh no, I hear a car alarm. Oh wait, it stopped. All right, but yeah, for those who don't know, Arizona does get snow, or not just like some dusty ass like desert with like tumbleweeds and scorpions. We we get snow too. So, anyways, uh, three people in their mid twenties were hiking down a cliff on Sunday afternoon when, like, a blizzard came in. Oh man! They did a responsible thing. They called the sheriff's office to see if they could get some help, but the weather conditions were pretty bad, and there was like no visibility. They even tried to fly in supplies with drones, but no luck. Oh yeah, that sucks. I mean, at least they could have gotten some supplies with the drones. Nope. Apparently, drones are just too damn light, or something. Maybe the Maybe the blizzard blew it off course or something. Maybe the weather was horrible. Yeah, it might. It might. Oh, yeah, and especially since it was, like, raining the whole week, no? Yeah, I like it. I mean, like, I think we got rain solidly, like, last weekend and then on uh, Friday and stuff, right afternoon. It was gorgeous. Yeah, I wish it was raining right now. Right? Come on, Tuesday, get with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, a crew hiked up, but they also got stuck. <laughs> <laughs> And and they had to send another team to rescue the rescue team. <laughs> oh my god, look, the irony of the situation. <laughs> Ain't that something, right? Yeah. So they found like a little a cloak to shelter in and they waited there for three days. And when they finally heard the helicopter hum, they knew like help was on their way. And the sheriff said that they were lucky to be alive and reminded everyone to be careful and don't risk it in dangerous condition and to always bring an extra pair of socks. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because Joyce didn't bring an extra pair of socks when we went to the snow. <laughs> yeah, my butt was wet. My socks were wet. I mean, we still went to a brewery nearby. Like, it didn't stop us from anything. <laughs> I know, but I mean, we were not really in, like, hiking a crazy... It was just like a trail, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not like we could have hiked it anyways. We didn't bring bring the right gear, hiking boots. Also, we were just wearing like regular clothes, you know, like dress up clothes. No water resistant, no waterproof stuff. I saw some, remember there's like these two old people of like hiking sticks and they're like commenting on our snowman and stuff. We- <laughs> oh yeah, we built a snowman. It was fun. <laughs> our tiny snowman, not the big one. The big one was really scary. 
Drusilla had brought Skittles <laughs> for the snowman's eyes, and we didn't really think about it, but like it started bleeding into the snowman, so it was really scary. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was like a really bloody snowman. <laughs> it was not cute. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, not bad. Was that your. That wasn't your first time in the snow. I know you went to Flagstaff, like last year right early last year oh yeah but we didn't build anything i was just there for like photos but you looked so cute in your red dress looking like a cute little snow bunny oh yeah but i was i was freezing my butt off <laughs> you took us we should go to the snow again let's go to sedona let's go to the snow let's go to sedona yeah i'm down let's go uh right now there's a bunch of snow but i don't want to be stuck in the snow though <laughs> And then the rescue team will need a rescue team. <laughs> <laughs> wasting our wasting Sedona money resources. It's okay. Sedona is a a rich a rich place up there, so they can afford it. Oh yeah, there's a place where the there's like ten dollar tacos and th- things like that. But I bet they were pretty salty that they had to rescue like the mid twenties, like the young people, because it's pretty much an old people place up there since it's so expensive, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, I figure they're up there taking photos. Or, I don't know, maybe they're hiking. I don't want to shade anybody, but I figure that. They're taking, like, Insta pics and whatnot, you know? <laughs> the Instagrammers, the YouTubers or something, they're doing it for the gram. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but, uh, maybe they were hikers. It's getting the benefit of the doubt. The poor fools, though. <laughs> I was wondering if they're all local, actually. They're in their mid-20s. How can they be local? All I'm seeing is they're probably from Flagstaff, the college kids. They got drunk and went to Sedona. Ooh, the shade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're shade. Screw you, Flagstaff and your NAU and your lumberjacks. It's all about ASU, baby. Fork them devils. Hey, what if uh, one of our listeners is from uh, NAU or something, you know? <laughs> you know what? If, if if our third listener is from NAU, we welcome you to come down to the pod and we can do a fruit salad on why NAU sucks. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe we can go there and film on the road, you know, like our fruit salad. or so- We'll see. Ooh, who are we going to bring in, Priscilla? I don't know. If anybody wants to come, let us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tune in and find out on Bad Apple Divas. But yeah, let's go to our next story. I mean, did you hear about all the things that was happening with uh, GameStop? Dude, <laughs> it was all over and memed so heavily. How can you not? Robin Hood, stuff like that. But tell me more. Yeah, I picked up a bit late on it. But on Tuesday, I was on Reddit. You know, I'm kind of new to that site. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and this thread popped up and I went to the Wall Street bet you know I saw everyone going crazy there <laughs> and it wasn't long after that that I saw all over the news and Twitter and everybody's talking about it you know uh, I, I mean I'm not an expert at all I'm a noob and sometimes I invest blindly <laughs> in my Roth IRA and things like that but from what I heard I'll try to explain very shortly what happened a short is how investors make money off a stock falling uh, they borrow a share of a stock and immediately sell sell it you know then they wait till the price goes down so they can rebuy at a lower price, return, return the borrowed stock, and keep the difference. So let's say you borrow a share that is $10 and you sell it for 10 But days later, it went to it went down to 6 So you buy it at 6 you return it, and now you made 4 mm-hmm. uh, And But the short seller has to return these by a certain time. And if it goes up, then you lose money. This is called a short squeeze. Uh, right now, short sellers are losing billions of dollars after the, the Reddit 
uh, traders got together and started buying the GameStop stock, <laughs> uh, making its price rise from like $15 to $400. Yeah, it's a huge jump. I actually saw a lot of people making crazy money, uh, paying student loans and debt with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was this guy that started with like, I don't know, 10, 50,000, and now he has like 10 million. Wow, that must be nice. <laughs> it's nice, but it's also risky. Uh, the the main uh, stock that was being traded was uh, GameStop. This is the one that was a uh, short sale, basically. Uh, but there were also other ones that the Redditors uh, started to pick up, like AMC, Blueberry, Nokia, and even Doggy Coin, actually. Yeah, every, you can buy everything online and stuff, yeah. Due to its volatility, some of brokers and financial institutions uh, started restricting uh, people from buying these stocks. But by this point, some da- damage to the hedge funds was already done. Mm-hmm. And right now, it's just a waiting game till these uh, short sellers have to give in. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, it's uh, really interesting to see, you know, basically the regular folk, uh, uh, you know, being able to do all this and get something out of it, you know. So, I mean, I'm happy for the people they got out of it at least. <laughs> Good for those who did it. <laughs> I, I was able to make a little bit. Yeah, baby. I mean, not a lot, obviously. It's just a little few bucks for my extra Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not the millions. It is crazy. On unrelated news, if you're willing to try something weird for Valentine's Day, I'm not talking kinky, you know, so if you're thinking about some kinky stuff, Priscilla, you need to calm your <laughs> butt down. You know, uh, the Kraft Mac and Cheese, the, the infamous blue box. They're uh, releasing a sweet version that's pink and magenta and... Ew! Yeah, it's pretty gross. (laughs) Is it sweet? I think it's sweet. I'm not sure if it's candy, but it's definitely sweet. Oh, yeah. I don't want no sweet pasta texture, you know? Yeah, like, like, I don't know. Like, if I wanted something sweet for Valentine's Day, like, give me a box of chocolates, you know? Like, what the heck? Oh, yeah. No, thank you. That that really sounds really nasty. (laughs) (laughs) Some hot candy. That's that's pink and <laughs> and I actually saw uh, a Starbucks uh, drink that it was like supposed to be for Valentine's Day and I was gonna mention Ooh. it, but then I found that it was uh it was just like one of those secret menu items and oh yeah don't do this to your baristas you know <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're sick of people yeah uh, you know bringing up their random drinks and stuff. So. I hear like you just have to order it like the way it's supposed to be like listed like ingredient wise and direction wise. Yeah, but I mean you're not used to those, so it's like what the hell, people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I yeah, if I was a barista, I would be pretty pissed too. Actually, I was seeing like uh like I saw saw on TikTok I think uh one where there was like this challenge where you go to Chipotle and then to everything they ask you, you gotta say maybe. So there's this guy like, do you want a burrito or a bowl? And they say maybe. And then you say rice or whatever, maybe. Oh, annoying! I would be so pissed as the worker. We're like, no, it's a yes or no, or get out of the restaurant. You're wasting my time. Actually, this guy was kind of nice. I mean, he kind of went with it and, you know, uh, you want this or yes? And then he just picked it. <laughs> yeah, because he probably saw the camera and was like, oh, I, I know what he's doing, this little shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure somebody else went through with that thing, so he kind of knew already. But I saw this other one where this guy put a chapstick on the one of those belts, you know, that moves for the groceries. <laughs> and this uh, lady at Walmart was just like the cashier, you know, she was just like, look at him with a death stare all over, the, you know, while that stuff moved because, you know, it goes slow so youth i'm telling you you know what but doing that at least that's harmless remember like what was it a few years ago when people were like doing the mouthwash thing oh, yeah. and the soda thing where they open things up take a sip and put it back on the shelf now that pisses me off oh yeah i'm licking ice cream that pisses me off that stuff's not cool guys oh yeah i remember this lady that was uh like bread you know the one that's like in the shelves mm. there oh yes the bins yeah and then she was like she was like licking it 
and putting it back. Uh, like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> that one, that one, all a lot of cussing because that that is true. Like, even when there's no pandemic, don't do this crap. You know, like it's not. It's not cute. It's not funny. You're just a dick. Yeah, it's not funny at all. You're just being an ass at that point. Like, why do that? Like, what what satisfaction do you get from I it? I agree. There must be something really wrong with you for doing that. I hate those people. Like, seriously. Me too. <laughs> but yeah, now that we warned you all with um, our news, uh, I'm going to tell you about the documentary uh, that I watched last night. Yes. Uh, I, I went to it like kind of blind. I didn't even know what it was about. I, I've been seeing it a while in, in my list, you know. And I decided to go for it. And it's uh, called Alternate Endings, Six New Ways to Die in America. Ooh. It's from, from 2019. And I thought I was heading into something really green, like kind of like Thousand Ways to Die, you know, uh, where there's like death and stuff. So I cl- quickly clicked on it. But it has <laughs> nothing to do with it. I mean, I guess it tr- talks about death, but not in the way that we would do like murder cases and things like that, you know? Yeah, not like crazy so i'm gonna read what it says you know like the description finally it says uh it's an exploration of the changing attitudes in the u.s surrounding death including the ways is recognized today and how many approach the end of life and i mean i wasn't expecting to cry with this one but i did so it turns out that i actually have a heart ladies and gentlemen <laughs> you have a you have a heart of gold that's wrapped in ice <laughs> wrapped in ice <laughs> <laughs> You have a cold heart. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's there somewhere. But yeah, it's kind of like a feel-good story, but sad. <laughs> I started watching this documentary while I was like playing something on my phone, you know, but then I really got into it. Millennials turn on the TV but play on their phone. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and I'll, it tells basically six stories uh, in each different way to approach uh, death, you know, and... I'll try to, to be as short as possible for you. <laughs> well, the first story was, uh, it was about the memorial reef. Uh, this, there was a, telling the story about this lady, you know, whose father passed away and she was looking for a way to, to, you know, uh, put away his body and stuff, you know, uh, cremation and all that. Mm-hmm. But she ended up choosing a memorial reef uh, where basically they grabbed the ashes, they mix it with cement or some sort of material mm-hmm. and uh, they put it, you know, they, they make a, a reef and then they put it back into the ocean. You know how the, the reefs are, are kind of dying and stuff. It's helping the environment while also respecting the dead. Yeah. Once they put that back into the ocean, the family goes back to to visit it, you know, scuba diving. Was the reef covered? Was it like flourishing by the time they visit? No, I, I didn't see, like, I didn't see any, like, life in it. But, you know, they, I think it takes a few years or something like that. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. But I thought it was, it was cool, you know, really green. That's really nice. That's sweet. Especially if the family, like, likes to scuba dive and stuff. And a dad. Yeah, I mean, instead of going to like some stone, you know, then you go to to a vacation, you know, visit the Memorial Reef in in the beach or something. <laughs> you know, it's kind of weird how we do bury the dead anyways. It's like, wow, we're yeah. wasting a lot of space and resources and, you know. Yeah, that's not good, you know. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good for everything to seep back into Earth, like all the embalming fluids and stuff you know yeah all the chemicals and the metal that is in the earth you know contaminating it really yeah well what other ones have you heard like you said there's six stories what's the other ones the second one was uh they're talking about a living wake mm-hmm. and is this a like married old couple where the husband is terminally ill and his family decided to throw him like a living wake basically mm-hmm. it's not like you know the like a quinceañera but but well you've been to a quinceañera right like yeah yeah, uh, yeah. it's kind of like that but you know it's it's for 
for celebrating the person's life while they can still see it. It sounds more like they they just decided to have a party <laughs> or like, <laughs> like let's have a party before you die, basically. Oh, I mean, I guess uh, you know Mexicans like parties. That's not a li- that's not a living like that's a party, guys. Yeah, I mean, they, they, but they're showing like you know the parts of his life and what like the the song was like. Thank you for the last thirty five years of of. Things you taught me, things like that. Oh, yeah, I thought that was really nice. That's really sweet. And then, yeah, they show how they 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 made that celebration and you know having a fun time. He has a speech and yeah, and, I mean it, it was kind of nice. Then you get to see what they actually think about you, say about you while you're still there. You know, instead of when you're gone, you really know what you're not there anymore. <laughs> Again, depending on what you believe, you'll you'll never know. You know. Yeah, that was a that was kind of like. A beat story, you know. I, I, I like that song. Yeah, his family, his friends. He got like one last party in. That's really nice. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, and th- this next one is um, Green Burial. And I, I actually heard this one before. I don't know why. When I was little. Because <laughs> you're morbid and you grew up to like true crime. <laughs> <laughs> well, a little like, you know, before the internet time. So there was no Google. I don't know how I found about it, but I heard it before. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. And there's following the, the, you know, this lady that she's choosing the land or the area that, that she wants to be buried at and prepping up the way she wants to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was really she she was really into giving back to the earth with all those metal chemicals. Yeah, the bombing fluids like we were talking about. The, yeah, with the ones we were talking about. You know, they go some traditional burials. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to to do uh, the green burial, which is basically they wrap up your body in biodegradable material mm-hmm. and then they place it in a shallow grave. And, and that's how, you know. And, and and it was next to a tree. So I guess you're you're giving back your body into the nature to grow into the tree. I was going to say, it reminds me of those things where like you can uh, get buried and you'll eventually be under a tree. But, you know, I was thinking about that the other day. I forgot uh, what movie we were watching. But they talk about basically like... How like witches used to be like uh back in the day, you know, the Salem witch trials and stuff. Uh, when they accuse witches, uh, they are saying like, oh, to stop a witch, you have to plant her under a tree so they can trap her or something like that. So I'm like, so I was thinking the other day, I was like, wait, I know like people nowadays you can be planted into the earth and y'all eventually become a tree. Would that mean you're trapping your spirit too? Like how they supposedly trap the witches? Maybe it's not good, you know? Oh yeah, but I mean, I guess it depends on, on your beliefs. I mean, she's thinking that she's going to give something back to the earth, you know? So Yeah. The thing, the only thing I have trouble with about the whole thing, about this green burial is that like, why a shallow grave? Why not a slightly deeper? Because not, what if, a, what if a bear comes along and smells that meat and they're like, I'm going to dig into this, this one inch <laughs> grave or whatever and eat this lady, you know? Now that's gross. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, did, I didn't actually think about that until now. <laughs> yeah. Make it a little deeper. How will we, how will we do the traditional is like six foot, six feet or nine feet, whatever it is down into the earth and then bury you with <laughs> biodegradable material. Well, maybe so I can nourish the, the plants or the tree sooner. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> oh, maybe. Well, just dig a deep grave next to a tree. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was close. Probably like close, you know, nearby or something. She's still fertilizer, basically. I mean, that's nice. I do like it. I do. I do think we need to start thinking about green, more green things as a world, because like we're using all the Earth's resources, we're wasting a lot of land doing like traditional burials that yeah have a lot of chemicals and things that we don't know. You know? Honestly, let's be real. After like your your kids visit you, your grandkids aren't gonna visit you. You're gonna be forgotten. That one generation <laughs> after you might respect you, and then what? Yeah. Then you're just sitting there. 
In the cemetery. I'm taking that space <laughs> instead of like giving back to. Yeah, and it's free. <laughs> uh, if you get, I guess if you get like a <laughs> permission, of course, or like you buy the land or something. Yeah, then you can put your body in there. Yeah, here like a, a traditional like ceremony thing, even for the bare basics can get pretty expensive. Like we're talking about like tens of thousands. Yeah. At least. Yeah, even in Mexico, it goes like, yeah, hundreds of thousands of, of pesos or thousands of pesos. It's kind of insane yeah all right what's the next one <laughs> <laughs> well the next one is a little bit less traditional or a little bit more eccentric i'd say it wasn't as green as the other ones but mm-hmm. we're talking about this guy that uh he was like a professor or something and uh he loved space and anything related to that and then he passed away knowing that he would he would never be able to travel there so the family decided to honor his memory by launching his cremated remains into space mm. And then you can see them there, you know, together waiting for the launch date and taking photos and everything. Wait, is this real? <laughs> yeah, it's real. Wait, what the hell? So they, they shot him into space? Uh, the They were following the story and everything. You can see the launch and, and yeah, I guess it's real. All right. Two things problematic about this right away. One, we had to destroy part of the ozone and the atmosphere just to get this full in space. <laughs> and and two, now some UFO is going to be like, why the hell is this uh, urn crash landing into our land and it's just full of ash? What is this crap? You know? <laughs> right. And I was also thinking, like, uh, what if his, I don't know if the ashes have some, like, material or something that goes into another, like, another planet. And then it just ends up killing everybody because it has some... Uh, germs i don't know oh and it invades <laughs> oh oh that's what you mean i thought i thought you were saying like you know like in war of the worlds how like aliens basically like humans carry bacteria that they're not adapted to and we accidentally kill off an alien civilization of our ashes yeah and then end up killing like a, a planet where we could have run into <laughs> <laughs> there there goes the second planet that we could have saved our asses on right jeez yeah, this is the only one that I was not really, like, a big fan of, I guess. Just because of that, you know, you're wasting resources. Like, no, I'm telling you, like, I swear, like, uh, I thought, I could be wrong. Someone, if someone knows the answer to it, please correct me. But, like, I thought, like, every time we shoot a space shuttle or, like, some, launch something to space, we just, we put a hole in the ozone and that never repairs, you know? Oh, that's true. Then, people, please stop sending yourselves into space. That's crazy. Yeah, selfish professor. I think it was his family. You need to move on. I'm already getting angry about the space burial. <laughs> okay, let's go to the next. Well, then the next one is uh, death with dignity. Well, this is the one that really hurt me. Like, oh no, yeah, that's the one that made me cry. Actually, I was not expecting it. Like I said, I just went into it blindly. But it, it tells a story, you know, that of this guy. But mm. uh, eight states in the District of Columbia allow terminally ill patients to take drug cocktail to end their lives. And they're following this 76-year-old man uh, at the doctor with his wife. And at the beginning, mm. it just looks like a regular doctor visit. But uh, they're actually talking about how to end his life with, you know, how to use that medication and all that. And the wife is there, you know, to, to find about this. They they save this uh, medication in, like, the closet. And mm-hmm. you see him bra- wrapping up things. Like, he builds his own wood coffin with his son. And Aww. then he has sort of, like, a living weight, kind of like the other family. Yeah, the party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're having, like, a good time with his friends. And you see everybody there, you know, saying what they think of him and, and thank, like, saying goodbye and, you know, thanking for, for all the time. And, Aww. And then this one, you see throughout, like, him being really, like, secure or 
really strong about the feeling about yeah really focused on you know what he wants and what he needs to get done yeah he was in in this one you see him really strong uh feeling talking about this that he wants to choose how to go like when to go still has a good quiet life instead of when he you know has more complications i mean he's saying that he knows that he he looks good but the 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 time is coming you know like he feels it so. yeah and then after the this uh, party then he has uh, his last dinner with his close family and then they're just talking about you know uh what's gonna go on, uh the next day when he goes and they're going over his uh, funeral details that he wanted and then when they play that song uh that he chose that's when i saw him lose it you know and i thought well maybe he's gonna regret it but no it's just I guess that's when he came to the realization that, his, you know, his family's going to be listening to that song the next day and he's not going to be there anymore. And it, that's the part that made me actually cry. I mean, it, it just got really emotional there. Mm-hmm. But uh, after they go over that, then you see him the next morning when everybody's gathered and uh, he's like in the living room and everybody else is like in the in the dining area. And they're just like, not, not, not like in front of him while he's taking everything, but... More like just being there, you know, even his son comes back, says something silly and he's oh, this is not going to be the last thing I'm going to say. I'm going to be here. (laughs) But then after that, the wife is the only one that's by his side and uh, she's like supporting him. And then then she's like reading uh, him stuff. Like he takes finally the the medication and he's just like sitting there and then she's reading like notes or 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 words that everybody wanted him to hear. Mm -hmm. And then as he's passing away, then he lays down and you can see him like like, you know, going through the process and i mean not to be bad but like when like you actually see in the man dying camera oh you know oh my gosh and then when you see hear the noises you know and i'm like oh I- oh yeah i didn't know that there's gonna be noises oh no i just started laughing for some reason like i cried and then i laughed and i don't know it was crazy but yeah you, you actually see him holy moly uh, during the whole, this whole time the wife is really supportive like trying to make everybody feel easy about the noises and saying that it's part natural part of the process and just dealing with it but oh gosh how long do you know how long the process was by any chance oh no actually they i, I don't remember them saying how long it, it, mm. it took but i think the doctor said it was going to take a few minutes or something like that oh okay got all right gotcha I was going to say, if it's on YouTube, I mean... <laughs> I mean, I watched it on HBO. I think it's on Hulu, but... Uh, I, I think they uploaded it on YouTube, too, like a full version, if you're curious to uh, see all this. But yeah, it was really interesting to see about, you know, how his decision and all that. Uh, well, yeah, he is terminally ill, you know what I mean? So... Yeah, I mean, even though he looked kind of okay, like he even said, though, you know, I know I'm, I know I'm like, you know, going away, so... Might as well decide now that I can. At least he's going on his terms and not just, like, surprise. And I was thinking, I mean, man, like, what if he reads something that, or watches a series or reads the news and he now he can't find what happened, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. And for this last story, they're talking about celebration of life. Mm. Where th- this uh, five-year-old, uh, he has terminal cancer. And then before that, he used to talk to his mom and say, like, Mom, what do you go to funerals, you know? Oh, and if you're always sad. So when he actually passed, before he passed away, he told the parents that, uh, he didn't want a funeral because he didn't want them to be sad. Yeah. And the the parents almost did one, but then the dad was like, you know what? Let's uh, respect his wish and have a celebration of life. So a few uh, days later, they mm-hmm. they got bouncy houses and a Batman face pa- uh, paint and candies and you know just it's kind of like a kid's birthday party, but but instead of that, they're celebrating his life. Like. Mm. One, once he's, you know, he's passed. That reminds me of this, like, one true crime, actually. Or <laughs> <laughs> this lady, I'm telling you, she sure have killed her kids. I mean, she's still denying it. But, like, she ends up, like, 
going to his gravestone with like bubble blowers and she's just laughing and having a good time at his gravestone you know she's like oh i well his birthday was coming up and we had this all planned anyway so i wasn't gonna let it go to waste to- she, she totally killed him she did it she yeah i think she did get like uh thrown in jail and stuff and she's oh, really? still trying to yeah she's still trying to claim that she didn't do it but girl she got a boob job afterwards she was looking snatch you know like <laughs> Yeah, basically she was ready to you yeah. know, start a new life. She wanted to be a... She didn't want to be a single mom. At least I think she was a single mom. She she just wanted to be single lady. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good one. Celebration of life. And yes, uh, final note is that it says that for the first time, uh, more Americans are choosing cremation over more expensive and traditional burials, mm-hmm. disrupting the $16 billion a year funeral business. So, I mean, it brings a, a, an interesting... It, it brings a new perspective on all this, and I, I really liked it. Very insightful. Interesting. So what was it called again for the, for the listeners? It's called Alternate Endings, Six New Ways to Die in America. Very, very nice. Did anyone inter- interest you more specifically like that you would want to do? Well, not really. I, all, all of them were really insightful, but I guess something that brings back to nature. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. Very nice. It's just interesting over all of them, I think. <laughs> All right, well, that's been kind of grim. <laughs> Miss Fruit Salad is supposed to be lighthearted and sweet. I know, I guess I defeated the purpose of the fruit salad. <laughs> of your crazy morbidness. I mean, it was interesting. Oh, wait, we forgot to say we're drinking. Oh, well, this, I, I'll start. I'm, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm drinking. I'm drinking a Fix Real Fruit Hard Seltzer in Mungo. Do you like I said mango? Mango. <laughs> mango. Hey, how about uh, sometime this week, let's switch. I got some extra fix. Do you have some extra belching, be- belching beaver? We can do a little switch. Yeah, we can switch. I mean, that, that'd be good. <laughs> All right, then. So next week, I get it. <laughs> okay. A switcheroo. Switchy. A switchy, please. All right. Well, I think it's been a pretty decent episode full of a lot of stuff. Some fun stuff. Like inmates escaping, some heavy stuff like an old guy taking a drug cocktail, and some gross stuff like pink mac and cheese. You know, like, <laughs> I think that's the most gross stuff ever. <laughs> dude, I don't know about you, but I, I'm I'm definitely interested in trying to find it at the fries nearby or something. Well, that'd be all on you because I ain't trying that. <laughs> no, we're gonna make you eat it too. Next, no, our next pod when we eat lunch, I'm gonna be like, hey Priscilla, eat this pink stuff. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. <laughs> So, what's going to be your recommendation of of the week? Ah, snap, you sprung this on me. I didn't have anything prepared. Wait, before we go, I want to tell you all guys about uh, Joyce's uh, betrayal. (laughs) (laughs) Look at your evil laugh there. (laughs) She's been talking about these tacos for like two weeks, and then she ends up going off without me. (laughs) And and I saw that taco place only because you were taking me to go get... Media tacos from the taco side. And I didn't get to try them, so I'm never trying those now. Well, you know what? Build a bridge and get over it. Ooh. Oh, no, never. <laughs> I'm never forgetting oh, this. Oh, jeez. I, I sent you that fez gif about the I love you. And then I said, no, I'm <laughs> not answering this. All right, so that's what I recommend this week. Tacos Tavana.
<laughs> you you know what to be honest the carne asada wasn't as good as your dad's and the al pastor wasn't as good as the other place well, nothing is great as my dad's tacos yeah. so you honestly didn't miss too much <laughs> i really shouldn't even be recommending it i would have even recommended it if you didn't bring it up <laughs> okay then everybody go try the betrayal tacos and let us know what you think you know what i, I hope you try a betrayal taco and you love it well, i hope it, it tastes bitter to everybody <laughs> yeah get over it well I hope everybody enjoyed this uh, crazy fruit salad episode. <laughs> it's time to, for us to go. Peace out. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Save it. <laughs>